Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Tune Along. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for being here. Today, we're watching an episode of Escafloni. If anybody of you, if anybody out there remembers this show, this anime, uh, thank you, because I'm, I remember this show from YTV. Let's be honest. I remember the show from YTV. It was very hard for me to find this fucking show today, but we got it. Uh, Escafloni, we're watching season one, episode, t- episode tits, six, uh, titled Sakubo no Miyako. So we're going to watch that. Uh, just watch episode six. Number six, um, go online, find where, find it wherever you can, buy it on Amazon. Buy it wherever you, buy it wherever you can find it at the end of the day. But bottom line is we got it here. We're about to start things off. Uh, season one, episode six of Escafloni. In three, two, one, play. Now, I'm going to turn this down. We have the Japanese intro playing. You know what I'm going to do? Guys, stop! We're going to pause it. I'm going to go right now, do something I've never done before. We're going to play the English intro to this anime. You know why? Because the English intro is the reason why I remember this show. Let's go ahead. Just play it and I'll talk right after. I got it right here. I got it ready. I'm all ready. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, we got a little trance for you. On a Tuesday night, on too long. There's nothing better. There's nothing better. There's never been anything better than hanging out and watching an episode of Escafloni, am I right? You never thought you were going to watch this show again in your life. Just be honest. You never thought you were going to even hear the words Esca and Floney in the same sentence. But now, oh, fucking prophecies are coming true. Escafloni with a fucking, get a, get a bump of cocaine, get whatever you need. Escafloni's on. Oh, I'm so retro right now. I'm feeling so nostalgic. Mm. Let's listen to that intro. Hang on. Oh, Escafloni. Now, with that being said, we're going to start the episode. The Japanese version is starting. We're 12 seconds in. I don't give a shit where you are in it. Season 1, Episode 6, titled Sakubo no Miyako. All right, we're getting into it. We got the Japanese intro playing. Here's the thing. I really wanted to watch a show. This is a show I actually did want to watch in too long. I wanted to watch this, uh, you know, maybe many episodes, many moons ago. Never got to the the chance of it because, you know why? It was so fucking hard to find, so hard to figure out, if you will. It's a very, very under-the-radar show. I'm watching it right now, and I'm seeing anime characters that look like they belong on Yu-Gi-Oh cards. The old Yu-Gi-Oh cards, if you know what I mean. Those big anime eyes. Not like they make them today. Those big ones. Like the the beginning of anime. The beginning of real anime. Like the 80, the stuff that came out in the 80s, uh, apart from Dragon Ball and Detective Conan, in my opinions, uh, was was pretty pretty shit. Uh, as far as as far as I fucking want to say. But Escafloni comes out in 1996. TV Tokyo. Always TV Tokyo, right? The best network in Tokyo. You're watching anime, you're watching cartoons, you're watching the pinnacle of anime, 1996. This show didn't get fucking viewing in my eyes up until, I want to say, let me see when YTV played this uh, way back when. Sorry, uh, the volume's a little bit loud right now. We're getting things in order. I just want to go, I just want to see if I can find anything on YTV's Wikipedia and the reason I say so is because I saw this show back, I want to say 1998 to, to 2002. Anywhere between there, 
Escafloni would have been seen by me. That's what matters. And that's the only place I would have ever seen it. I've never seen it anywhere else. I've never fucking... I think the only other time I would have seen anything Escafloni in my existence would have been at an uh, in Chinatown. would have been a poster. And it wouldn't have been, even be, been a real poster. It would have been a knockoff thing printed and made to look like a real poster. And you buy it and you have no idea what anime it's from. But it looks cool because the hot anime chick's wearing a mini skirt. And that's all that matters. Sir, how much? Oh, $20. Oh, sold. As long as it has an acid tits, I ballpoint it. Well, right now there's a strangely shaped spacecraft flying over this village. If you guys are following along, if you guys are actually zoned in on the episode, right now there's a dragon with a jewel in its mouth. There's an ocean. Uh, kudos on you because this is a very hard show to find, to watch, to even know about. And... Like, look, even right now, I'm getting spooked. Because trying to find this for you right now, it's fucking hard, all right? City of Intrigue. That's the name of the episode, City of Intrigue. So, I don't know if that's the name of the episode or if that's the... Oh, God, this is so confusing when there's Japanese only. Hang on, I'm trying to figure this out just as much as you are. Okay, here it is. City of Intrigue. Let's do a control F and find this. I should have done better research, huh? So there is no episode called City of Intrigue. We're watching season one, episode six. One, two, three, four, five, six. It's called the Capital of Intrigue. So that's what the Japanese episode of this episode is called. So, yeah, okay, I was right. Sakubo no Miyako. Okay, and then the uh, Japanese translation of Escafloni is uh, Tenku no Escafurone. That's what it's called. I'm, that's what it's called. That's what we're going to call it, and that's what we're going to say. Now, looking for Escafloni today was a little bit of a challenge. And I, I apologize, as always, for my uh, unprofessionalism in this regard, but as long as we're hanging out together and watching a nice cartoon on a Tuesday night, and if that's what sparks anything... Uh, I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. But bottom line, finding ourselves gathered here today on a fine Tuesday, watching an episode of a shitty anime from 1996. Shitty! How dare you? This is a great show. This is a show I have no memory of other than the intro and the fact that this guy can transform into a robot, mecha robot, with a jewel of some sort. Um, I could be wrong. The sword is important. I think the sword is called Escafloni. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. You know what? Let's go ahead and take a look at the Wikipedia. Because, as always, we got to find out what's going on. But, before I do so, I just want to say, look, this was really hard to find. This was, uh, it was a bit of a challenge. Because Escafloni isn't actually called Escafloni. It's called Escafloni in certain cases. Sorry, I unplugged my headphones there. It's called Escafloni in certain cases. But in fact, it's called the vision of Escafloni. So I was a bit confused, which is normal for myself. Getting confusing though. But it's called Vision of Escafloni. It's called Escafloni. It's called Tenku no Escafrone. Eh? And at the end of the day, we're going to find out what it's all about. Okay? So stop your yapping yap. Let's go ahead and take a look and see what we got. Okay, I'm on Wikipedia right now. 
And now there's an episode, a listing of episodes of Escaflowne. The vision of Escaflowne, Tenku no Escaflowne, Escaflowne of the Heavens is a 26-episode Japanese anime television series created by Shoji Kawamori, produced by Sunrise Studios and directed by Kazuki Akane. It premiered in Japan on April 2nd, 96, day after April Fools. Hang on a sec here. On TV Tokyo. And the final episode aired on September 24th, 96. What? That didn't last very long. Tw- well, 26, you know, it's 26 episodes. It came out and that was it. Took a shit and left. 26 episodes. It's fucking standard, isn't it? It's unreal. A- a- how many animes have we come across where you find 26 episodes? It's almost like take take a manga it's it's pretty much a manga. I, I guess a manga would have how many series, how many issues? What's a standard manga uh, go for these days? I don't know. But basically, Sony's anime satellite anime, Animax, also aired the series, both in Japan and on its various worldwide networks, including Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Southeast Asia. The series was licensed for Region 1, released by Bandai Entertainment. What? So Bandai Bandai put its tip in. It is currently licensed by Funimation, of course. I mean, this show, I just want to talk a little bit, if I may, while we go back to the show. Right now, we're back on the episode, and this guy's got a purple teardrop, almost like a something you'd find in some kind of a gang, a, basically a tattoo of a teardrop. But what I want to say about Escafloni, just my, my memoirs, if you will, I can remember a time, like on a Thursday night or a Tuesday night on YTV, Maybe 9.30, maybe nine, maybe 10 o'clock, 10.30, somewhere around there. Let's just say late at night. And it's almost it's almost over, right? All the cartoons are done. All the shows are done. You're, you're about to run into some, you know, unexplored territory as far as TV programming goes. Because late at night, you don't know what they're going to throw at you. It could be anything. You might not even, even on the TV guide, you guys remember those, the newspaper used to come with a, a basically a, a book of what was going to come out that week on TV. But sometimes it was wrong. Sometimes they would change it up. Sometimes they would, you know, put whatever they had. But Escafloni, I remember being one of those shows. I remember them just fucking plopping it on there on YTV, 10 o'clock. And I remember loving it. I remember watching it going, what is this? Just the tone of it, the uh, the romance. And when I say Escafloni, I think of romance and I think of Gundam Wing. I think of Gundam Wing on romance. If romance were a drug, I'd think of Gundam Wing on that. It just feels, I don't know, it feels poetic. It feels beautiful. You're watching it. And granted, you're watching this back in 99, 2000. And this is um, new territory for a young lad like myself. You're watching anime from the Japanese continent. Uh, all fresh, fresh, fresh. You've never fucking glimpsed at anything other, other than maybe Gundam. And I'm trying to think, maybe, and then maybe some Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball. So anime is really rare. It's not something, anything that looks Japanese-ish, it's getting my attention. So a show like Escafloni, I think also of Moncoli Nights. If you guys remember Moncoli Nights, that played, I think, I'm going to go on a limb here, played on Fox Kids towards the end of Fox Kids, right before Foxbox kind of came in. But Moncoli Nights, I don't know why. I don't think it looks the same. But I get the same vibe. It's a short, lasting anime that's good. I am, I enjoy it. Nothing wrong with it. 
Yeah, nothing wrong with it. <laughs> oh, she just got a modern day backpack. That's the most modern thing I've seen in this show right now. Right now they're having a feast, uh, a medieval esque feast with bowls of fruits and. Uh, I I thought I saw some turkey thighs in there. I'm not sure. But now we're into the Mecca. Look at that. You're watching this on a Friday. Imagine watching this on a Friday. You just watch some Gundam. That's the thing. Why is anime so late night? Why is that? There's just something about it. You know why? It's it's the jazz of cartoons. Anime is the jazz of cartoons because it could be random. It could be anything. It can be, well, regular cartoons can be random too. Don't get me wrong. But when I say jazz, I just mean it's calm. It's soothing. It's there. It's hypnotic you're watching this and you're going whoa my brain would have never ever come up with this whoever came up with this i would like to have more of that please that's what i'm thinking when i'm watching anime i don't know i don't know about you guys i'm thinking exotic if i'm watching anime as a kid back in the early 2000s late 90s 96 i mean if you're watching this in 96 are you not lucky are you not fortunate there's nothing you haven't seen anything from japan like i said so let's just take a moment of silence for four seconds for Escaflona. Here we go. Right now there's a mask shot. They're in a some kind of a market hanging around. Guys, can't, oh, oh, I'm not tripping balls. Okay, there was a human-esque humanoid dolphin carrying some fish. That was cool. I like that. And now I know why I'm thinking of Mongolian Nights because wasn't there a character in Mongolian Nights that had cat ears? Didn't every anime and early 2000s have cat ears i don't know but yeah just a a nice good looking show that's all i can say i guess about it i don't know too much about it but let's go back to wikipedia it's another thing i like to do is just from time to time go back to wikipedia see what we can hear about the show see what we can remember and then go back and talk about memoirs. While the anime series was in production, two very different manga retailings were also developed and released. A shonen version of the story entitled The Vision of Escaflone, okay, and a shoujo retailing titled Hitomi. The Vision of Escaflone, in addition, a second shoujo adaptation called Escaflone. Okay, so Escaflone was the one is the one I'm referring to, is the one I know of. See, Vision of Escaflone threw me off. I, I figured it was the same thing. I figured it was just a translation thing, whatever it was. But the Vision of Escaflone, um, in addition, a second shoujo adaptation called Escaflone, Energist's Memories was released as a single volume in 97. The story was novelized in a series on six light novels by Yakumi Tetsuma, a movie adaptation titled simply Escaflone. So there's an Escaflone movie. It was released on June 24, 2000. So a whole four to three, three to four years later, Escaflone the movie comes out, but bears only a basic resemblance to the original series. Okay, four CD soundtracks and a drama CD have also been released in relations to the series. So you can get some music. That's one thing I remember. The music was really good. It was nice. And if you guys want a little rundown on the plot, it's basically Gaia is an alternative dimension that was created from the com combined wishes of the inhabitants of Atlantis when it started to sink into the ocean. Gaia has a hundred different countries on Gaia. Earth is known as the mystic moon. Gaia's size, mass, atmosphere, composition, temperature belts, and even seasons are the same as Earth's, although its gravity is lower, as implied by some of the jumps and aerobatic feats of some of the show's characters. Okay, that that's a pretty lame plot. You're just telling me the setting in the plot. A whole bunch of 
setting up. Okay, the series focuses on Hitomi Kazaki, Kanzaki, and her adventures after she is transported to the world of Gaia, a mysterious planet where she can see Earth and its moon in the sky. Hitomi's latent physic, uh, psychic powers are enhanced on Gaia, so she's more strong on Gaia, and she quickly becomes embroiled in the conflicts between Zybak Empire, led by Emperor Isaac uh, Dornkirk, and the several peaceful countries that surround it. The conflicts are brought about by the Zylak Empire's quest to revive the legendary power from the ancient city of Atlantis. As the series progresses, many of the characters' pasts and motivations, uh, what? As well as the history of Atlantis and the true nature of the planet, I didn't reveal. Okay. I have no fucking idea, but this is so anime. That's the whole point. This is, you know, let's fighting love. Don't ask questions. There's hot ass and mecha. That's all you can ask for. Oh, look at that fucking hand. You're seeing that hand for the... You know, when, that's the thing about anime. It really does open up the mind. It opens up the psyche. The psyche. You're watching anime you've never seen. You, see, I think of One Piece. Look at all the characters in One Piece. Look at all the unique designs, character designs. Uh, look at uh, uh, anime like Parasite. Look at Bleach. Look at fucking Death Note. Look at the, all the way these beings and demons and characters are drawn. I mean, it's endless. It's endless. The ideas... It's a whole world. It's just, It really is a 180 world on our modern world. It's the it's a stretching of the imagination, but it's also an organized stretching of the ima- uh, imagination. It's not just craziness. It's not just there's some there's some organization to it. It feels complete. It feels part of a world you're watching, and you can really dive into this world, this cyberpunk world of Escafloni. It's not cyberpunk, I know, but feels. Feels like it, right? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but you know, you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, we're 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 just reminiscing about the old anime, the old animes of the past, and and how they made us feel. And watching it today maybe it has a different feel, but I'm just saying. Back then, it really got you. It really had your non-interneted mind, right? Non-internet. I like that one. You're you know a person who grew up without the internet. Who sees this? What kind of reaction would they have? Just imagine somebody back in the 18th century listening to music for the first time, never heard a single song, and they hear a violin for the first time. Just imagine a kid in the 90s watching anime, never seen anime for the first time. And um, now you take it for granted. So it's good to watch these old shows. It's good to watch the cartoons, the animes, the stuff that made you who you are and Made you remember. There's a reason why you're remembering the show because it did have an impact. It did have some kind of significance. Might have been positive, might have been negative, but at the end of the day, it stuck with you. That's why we're here. And we thank you for sticking by with us on Tune Along. Don't forget, guys, go to check out TuneAlong.com for all all sorts of things. And, uh, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and all those good places. And hit those thumbs up and shove those up your ass at the same time while you're up in there. And uh, don't forget to stop by and Say hello when you can, right? And I do thank you for stopping by. Wherever you are in the world, wherever time or day, it's good to have you. Oh, that's a cool looking bag. She's running so fast. Look at those hands, the way they're running. Kind of, kind of like Sailor Moon running. You guys remember Sailor Moon? See, the thing about anime, I've been saying anime is all, all this late night show. Yes, it is. Even Sailor Moon's a late night show. Uh, however, I can... 
pinpoint some old 90s anime to Saturday afternoons. Right after the Saturday morning, you know, cartoon run from your standard 7.30, 8 o'clock till lunchtime, 11.30 noon. And then in the afternoon, they would show shows. And it's, you know, Saturday afternoon is not a very busy crowd like it would be on Saturday mornings because most people go out, do stuff, they go about their day. So in the middle of the day on Saturdays, a lot of times you'd find anime and you'd find Sailor Moon and you'd find uh, Power Stone, Metabots, uh, Beyblade. You'd find all these shows. Granted, those are more daytime shows, but you would find a show like, you know, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, or not even Dragon Ball Z, just regular Dragon Ball. You guys remember the old Dragon Ball? You guys remember when Dragon Ball used to play? The old Dragon Ball? I remember that. Those were good times. Oh, they certainly were. Now we're back to Escafloni. So right now they're hanging out by this bridge. Looks like a tournament. Some kind of Beyblade tournament's supposed to happen. This girl's really a cat girl, isn't she? She's got the full tiger tail, everything. Unreal. Unto the realest real. We're about uh, 19 and a half minutes into this episode. Hanging out, watching some Escaflone. He's coming in on a chariot. See, that's a thing. Another thing about anime is I like. I think of Code Geese as well. Um, but the main one, Attack on Titan. Go check out the uh, Toon Long Attack on Titan I did. That was fun. I love Attack on Titan. And I say, you know, when I say anime, I, I just, they have this renaissance feel to them, some of them, right? It's like uh, Code Geese. Uh, fuck, up. what's that other one? Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Attack on Titan, this one here, Escafloni. There's this, you know, there's something about the sword and the rapier and the, sh you know, shield of armor mixed with a little bit of modern. Uh, anime pulls that off really nicely. It's really nice to see a lot of games, a lot of RPG MMOs and all that. that you know, utilize all these characters. What can, what can be said about anime? You can have a whole fucking world of anime. There is a whole world of anime. But what I mean is, you can, you can actually immerse yourself, your physical self, in the worlds of anime and be there forever. It'll never end. Think about that. Yeah. That's what we're doing tonight, Tuesday night. We're thinking about anime. Look at that. That guy's wearing one of those Turkish hats. The other guy's wearing one of those Nostradamus feather in the hat kind of looking thing. It's cool. The, the other thing I was thinking of, there's something about the one thing about anime. When I say anime, I'm talking about Japanese cartoons. I always used to think that a lot of the stories that came out of there were real. I used to think that they were found in some Japanese, I don't know, catacomb. Deep down, they found some scrolls talking about these legendary heroes that are Goku and Vegeta, or maybe different names. But they, you know, they still make the same story, but with different different names. I always, I always thought that. I always thought, and I still think that. I still think that. What do you guys think? Do you guys think any of these mecha suit warrior shows? Do you think they have some reality, some sense to them? Of course they do, right? They must. Think of Star Trek. Star Trek didn't have a single invention when it came out. Now all of a sudden you get like forty percent of what do they say? Forty percent? Ah, guys, that's the end of the episode. Let's hear the end uh, end song for uh, fun. That's why it's late night. It's trance with some, like, 
light Japanese. Like, you know what I mean? You're getting, you're getting, you're getting all kinds. That's what I love about anime. Let's turn this down. Look at that. They're making out. They're making out. It's late night. Making out in my credits. Tokyo Laboratory. Let's take a look at the credits for a second. Ending. Key animator. Can't keep up. It's hard to keep up. And if you guys can keep up with me, I do thank you. We're just doing our best. We're just trying to hang out, keep these cartoons alive. At the end of the day, I do really appreciate you guys stopping by and uh, taking in some tune along during your week, during your hard, busy week. I know how valuable time is. So I do thank you. And I'll be doing this for a long time, believe me. Uh, this is a true passion of mine. I really enjoy watching animation, cartoons, uh, claymation as well. I love everything. I love anything that makes my mind th think while I'm unplugged, if you will. And that's that's cartoons for you. That's what it'll do. If you really want to just wind down and watch something play with your mind while it's taking a break, uh, cartoons will do that for you. You really don't have to think. It's... It's almost like a drug for some people to watch animation and cartoons and see it bend to the limits that it can. And it must, right? Ah, Escaflone. Let's see if there's anything else on Wikipedia that we might have kind of missed out or glanced over. I know I didn't catch everything. I know there's probably some hardcore Escaflone fans out there, and I apologize if I trashed your show. I really do like the show. It was a great show. I have good, good, fond memories of the show. Like I said, playing on during the week, Friday night, on YTV during the anime hours between, you know, 10 to 1 a.m. And it did bring some good memories. I remember a lot of friends talking about the show. The intro was, like I said, one of the main reasons. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say about the show other than it was cool while it lasted in the short, brief span of time that I saw it. I might have seen... I might have seen several episodes over the span of, you know, three years. I might not have all have been in one year. Like, this is a one year, this is 26 episodes. But I think I would have seen, you know, at least five to ten episodes in my life on TV. Not remembering very many of them, because when it comes to mecha shows like Gundam Seed, Gundam Warriors, Gundam whatever, uh, I've seen many episodes. I just don't remember where they where they sit. You know, but just a cool, cool series, cool genre uh, for anime in general. It's it's nice to watch. But look at this: the movie Escafloni is a 98-minute anime film released in Japan on June 20, 2000, uh, that retells of the story of the vision of Escafloni. The film was produced by Sunrise Animation by Studio Bones and directed by Kazaki Akane. Featuring character redesigned by whatever, okay. The film focuses on the relationship between Van and Hitomi and their personal issues. The characters themselves have also given different personalities in the film. Hitomi changes from a cheerful girl in love to a depressed suicidal schoolgirl who suffers from self-induced feelings of loneliness and alienation. And Van is now violent. Oh, God. Hot-headed man. In the film, the world of Gaia has a more Asian design than the heavily European-influenced television series. That's what I figure. That's what it is. It's the European. This is the third time I've knocked out my headphones. I do apologize. Ah, who gives a shit? But anyways, the bottom line is the it is European-ass. There's something about Japanese 
there's something about anime taking the European culture and then adding a little Japanese spice to it. I love it. I like it. It's cool. And when you put a little bit of steampunk in there, a little bit of future mecha, uh, maybe even some wizardry, Irish can do anything. The world is endless. Anime world is endless. Ah, doesn't get any better than that. Uh, what else can we say about Escafloni before we go? You guys stop by this long. Might as well stick around for a little bit, right? But, look, if it's not about Escafloni, bottom line, I just want to say, these old cartoons, these old, show, these, these old shows, these old animes, they have a space, they have a place, and sometimes just watching them, unlocking certain gates of your mind, you know, sometimes when you watch an old episode, uh, an old, you know, viewing or retelling of a story you've already heard, you might have already seen, uh, could spark, you know, memories, could spark things to come back, and you might remember other stuff. And that's always fun. I always find that fun to do. It's always uh, it's always cool to go down memory lane with, uh, you know, with people you care about, with the ones that uh, that'll make you smile. And, and why not, right? Life is short, and... If you have a little moment in your day, stop and watch a little cartoon. Why not, right? So, with that being said, we're going to end Escafloni. This is Tune Along, episode 107. Escafloni, season one, episode six. Thank you for stopping by, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode. Until then, peace and be be well. All right, bye-bye.